everybody, it's Dave here from Good Morning Gallahorn. As you may have noticed this morning, Climbing the Pocket Network is starting a new feature. It's called Quick Shots. The whole idea is to have something controversial, a question answered, asked, something related to the Vikings, done in 10 minutes or less. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about the question, should Ezra Cleveland be starting at left tackle from the very beginning? So let's get on with this show. Now, I'm a proponent of Ezra Cleveland starting. We drafted him in the second round, as everybody knows. Some folks had him as a first-round draft choice. He was one of the highest-rated tackles out there. The only problem is he comes from Boise State, and Boise State doesn't play the high level of football that you see in, like, say, the SEC or the Big Ten. However, they do play some of those bigger teams. And he did well. And the kid tested off the charts. He's athletic. He's been compared to Brian O'Neill, our starting right tackle, who we know ended up starting in his first season and started early and did it surprisingly well. Now, he has some of the same knocks as Brian did at the time, that he needs to develop his upper body strength some more, even though he did plenty of reps at the draft or at the combine, he needs to get stronger. Now, the one good thing about him is he's fast, very, very fast. He compares, as we'll listen later, to some of even the wide receivers. His agility is off the charts. His speed is off the charts. And that's why I think he should be starting at left tackle. Now, But you say Riley Reef is our starting left tackle. And Riley Reef is an average left tackle in the league. And I agree, he is an average left tackle in the league. Average out of the starters. That's not bad. That's doable. And I have no problem with that. But Riley Reef gave up a lot of hits, sacks, and pressures last year. And the problem with Riley Reef is he gets beat by the speed guys. Not that Riley Reef doesn't have the power, he does. It's just that he doesn't have that quickness to move when somebody's blowing by him. That's where I think Ezra Cleveland does. Now, there are some options being spoken on how we should play Ezra Cleveland. You've heard stick a minute left tackle, move Riley Reef to left guard that Reef should be able to do that. But you have naysayers, you know, that believe a player played this position five minutes ago, he shouldn't change, he should stay there. One of them is my very good friend and co-host on Good Morning Gallahorn, Mr. Ted Glover. I'm of the mind that he can move and that he can play left guard well. And we know that anything, just about anything at left guard is an upgrade over what Pat Elfline did last year. Pat Elfline was an embarrassment when it came to pass protection. And the key to this year will be protecting Kirk Cousins. So if we put the speed guy out on the left side, on the outside, he can keep 
guys away with speed. He might get beat with bull rushes, but he can keep it with speed. And then the stronger Pat Elf or Riley Reef can move into guard and handle the stronger guys in the box that they face when it comes to three techs, right? And nose guards. So that's why I think he should. Now, for this episode, I did get permission from friend of the show, Mike Remmers and PFF, to play some of Mike Remmers' thoughts on Ezra Cleveland. And he will put out what he saw at the Combine, and it's pretty enlightening. And here it is. He had the fastest three-cone of anyone in attendance, any office lineman. 7-2-6, fastest shuttle, 4-4-6. Those were, that shuttle tied Jalen Rager from TCU, and his cone was better than Jalen Rager's. That's like what we're talking about. Jalen Rager, one of the most explosive wide receivers in college football. He was more agile than that guy, uh, testing-wise, at least, and then put up 30 reps on the bench. And the history of guys who have elite cones and shuttles at the tackle position is very good. When you mm-hmm. can have that change of direction ability, it bodes well for you in pass protection. When you have the ability to basically, like, pass protection, a good portion of it is simply the ability to stay in front of a guy. And not a lot of people are 6'6 with 33-plus-inch arms and can move like that. And so I think Ezra Cleveland, teams are going to see that and be like, you know, he's been pretty good in Boise in pass protection, but obviously the level of competition is a concern. But he also now has pretty obviously the traits that could do it at the NFL level too. Welcome back, and it is that agility that I love. The whole idea of having Ezra out there at the left and moving Riley at the reef, or at the left guard. If you have Riley Reef getting that much money at the left guard, I understand that argument. And the, I understand the argument of Riley Reef staying at the left tackle because he's average. Now, the question is, if you don't start Ezra right away, what do you do with him? Right? There's been basically three, four options. One is you leave Riley Reef at the left tackle, stick Cleveland at the left guard, and then he learns while he plays guard, he gets tootled by a reef on how to play tackle. That's one option. It's one I like the least, I think. There's obviously the one I'm a proponent for. You start him out at left tackle and you move reef in the left guard. Right? I, I think leaf with, reef at left guard would be better than anybody we have on the roster. We still need to fill the right guard spot, and that's going to be a battle between Drew Samia, uh, Avante Collins, if he's coming in there, uh, even Pat Elfline, right? We may sign Josh Kleinback. Who knows where there's debate on how much money the Vikings still have to spend. But you have that left side locked down. There's a third option. You groom Ezra Cleveland as the swing tackle for this season, right? That he's learning both left and right. That's a possibility. That's typically Rashad Hill's spot, but it's a possibility. And then the fourth option is you redshirt him. Just basically sit him on the bench and let him learn all season throughout practice. I think because of the investment and because he is as good as he was and the ability he has, even though he may not be as strong in the upper body to handle the bull rushers, like we want, that will come with time and training, just like it has with Brian O'Neill. 
I still think we get a bigger bonus and a bigger bang for our buck starting Ezra Cleveland at left tackle and moving Riley Reef to left guard. But I'm just a host. What do you think? Should we start him at left tackle? Should we start him at left guard? Should we have him play swing tackle? Or should we have him redshirted? You tell me in the remarks. Thank you for watching. And I especially want to thank you for watching GMG Live as we did all three days of the draft. That was amazing. I appreciate all the viewership. We had a great response. And thank you for watching all of Climbing the Pocket Network's products. Watching and listening. We're coming out with more and more videos. We have all of our podcasts. We have our shows. You will see in the credits. We live and work both on Climbing the Pocket website and at Daily Norseman. So join us there. And as always, Skull Vikings!